Hello and welcome to another episode of the EMG Health Podcast. Sam Boyassi here, the Head of Publishing. And today I'm joined by a very special guest. I've got Arpita Pani, who is the Senior Commercial Governance, Digital and E-Commerce Lead at Faring Pharmaceuticals, where she has been for just over two years now. Hello, Arpita. Hi, Sam. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me here. How are you doing? I'm feeling so good. And excited to be here, of course. (laughs) Well, I'm going to dive straight in because I've got so many questions for you. But I thought the best way to start this is by basically just asking you what, what motivates you to focus your skills and your knowledge in marketing towards the life sciences industry, which is, of course, where you work now. Well, um, to start with, I think um, I've been in life science industry for last um, eight, nine years. Mm. Um, and I come from a digital background, uh, from a non-pharma and then into pharma. And I think life science industry has been very fascinating. It has really made me think that I have a purpose that I work towards. Yeah. Um, there is something that I'm giving back to the society. And it's, it's overall a feeling of... Uh, Uh, empowering people Mm. and making people live a better life. Absolutely. That's such a beautiful way of putting it because a lot of the time when we do interview people from the industry, you can immediately hear the passion towards it and that it was almost a no-brainer the minute you started working in life sciences. So it's so good to hear that from you too. So from your time in the industry overall then, what changes and developments have you yourself made to Faring's digital marketing strategy? Well, I joined Faring uh, from uh, a companies which was, uh, you know, the top ten uh, farmers like um, Janssen, Pfizer, mm-hmm. Novartis. I was working at a global level as a European consultant. Um, I came into Faring because I thought there is a different opportunity there. When I joined Faring UK, I realized that. Um, there was digital, but digital was in silos. Mm-hmm. So I had to break the silos. Mm-hmm. So what I started with was uh, forget about what's the trendiest thing to do, but how do we build a capability of the future? Mm. So we started, I started with breaking the silos by training the workforce, taking all the stakeholders along with us. But I painted a picture of multi-channel maturity because until and unless your backbone is strong, you cannot... Uh, go and try the most innovative things, you will fail somewhere because you haven't really thought about your um, structure in Mm -hmm. place. And what we've lately done is we've also made sure that with that maturity model, we keep ethics at the heart of it. Mm -hmm. So we've created a model with privacy at the heart of it. So the whole design of the capability is based on the privacy by design model and uh, this will help us to really be good with our digital maturity and marketing of the future yeah you did mention something very interesting there which is taking the stakeholders with you on that journey and a lot of the time sometimes that can be the hardest part of when you do want to roll something out internally or or go on this new journey was that a difficulty in terms of getting all the stakeholders on board getting everyone onto the same page or was that relatively relatively straightforward what an interesting question (laughs) um i think people can't see what you are trying to show them until unless you paint that Mm. picture for them and also we need to respect that people come from different level of knowledge and when we say digital digital is so widespread sometimes digital is confused for it Mm. so we need to make sure that we 
get down to a level where we see where who is mm-hmm. at their um, knowledge levels and then bring them along with us um, mm-hmm. and i think this is definitely challenging because you know you will get certain kind of pushbacks because people don't see it but once you've shown them what you can get out of it you have everyone on board so yeah fantastic now I want to talk about GDPR very briefly because I know that that was a big conversation topic back in 2018 I think it was uh, which is when it was really brought in but to what extent has the introduction of GDPR regulations affected farmers approach to digital marketing in in your own experience well GDPR came into force on the 25th of May mm-hmm. um 2018 and uh, it is interesting because it really helped me with the maturity model uh in digital because prior to that we could just take data we could use it in whatever marketing ways we could but all of a sudden with cambridge analytica and yeah. all of these big cases we had to think differently and i think gdpr is not just pharma or non pharma it's a ethical standard ethical mm-hmm. thinking and all our business operations should be driven by ethical thinking um more than that i think within a uh, digital if i take it down to a tactical level your every website policies mm. your cookie policies your email marketing your crm database <laughs> everything is affected you touch personal data you're affected yeah. so are you thinking before sending out an email are you are you really putting that thought that if it was me how would i react to that email or a communication yeah. so that's how GDPR has affected us. It's so much bigger than you think, isn't it? It's absolutely everything. And I wanted to talk to you about the recent report by the Worldcom Public Relations Group where they basically found that pharma companies are not currently using social media to their maximum advantage and social media I know is an area that you work quite closely with. Why do you believe this is the case if you agree? Well, I think social media as a platform is a very open platform. Mhm. If you haven't planned your project end to end before launching anything in a industry which is so highly regulated um be it pharma or be it finance you can get into trouble um which is why people have been skeptical mm-hmm. um and also if you look at digital within pharma we've taken a long time Mm-hmm. to even realize the value to come to a level where we are today Definitely. you can hear about people using ai and you know digital health technologies and things like that but it has taken us a long time and still social media came as a platform where we were not 100% sure that we're going to use it mm-hmm. for business outcomes but we use it now for business outcomes for so for me i love using social media mm-hmm. uh in the most again ethical and thought through ways so plan your projects properly do your due diligence properly so make sure you have your social monitoring in place your social media privacy policies in place mm-hmm. um also make sure that you're prepared for crisis management mm-hmm. so these are the things you need to think about absolutely but how can pharma best work within regulations when it comes to the use of social well Pharma can like I said you have to think about your monitoring your yeah. crisis management but you have to plan the project with the, your objectives in mind and yeah. also within each platform every platform is different the way the content are created the way the content is consumed so you have to be 100% sure that t- tomorrow if you're using a platform say you're using TikTok which is completely new <laughs> I still and, don't know what that is <laughs> well 
same here. I'm, I, I am in the digital space and I'm trying to figure out why a doctor who has just used a TikTok to send out messaging on vaccine would get into trouble. But we hear those kind of news, mm. right? And uh, which is why we have to be careful when we use these platforms. But that doesn't mean it stops us from using it. So be very uh, well, you have a plan in place mm-hmm. where Absolutely. you've thought through. Absolutely. And are there any emerging trends in digital marketing that you're especially excited by? And if so, to what extent are these currently impacting the direction of your work at Faring? Well, uh, trends are always nice Mm -hmm. uh, because you're looking forward to something very innovative. That really lights up my heart. Um, What what I'm really keen to invest in is uh, ML or AI uh, because of the video recognition and contextual messaging around it mm-hmm. uh, and even AI can you know see a logo and bring out messages which we were not able to do that earlier you know you you can see analytics but reading a video and reading a logo and picking up your conversation around it is very fascinating so I'm looking at contextual messaging using AI I'm looking at social listening using AI mm. um, but more than anything else I'm looking at insights and analytics amazing and finally this is always my favorite question to ask people do you have any professional or personal goals set for yourself for the coming decade well yes um i think i've been in digital for a long time um i started my career with ebay like i said outside of pharma then have been in pharma and being in pharma i have also understood that Um, regulation, ethics and rules are important. And my next decade, I want to focus on uh, new trends, focus on everything within digital, but take part in policy making with regulatory bodies and take a part where I have a voice because where would I then share my experience if I don't put it to use that way? Yeah. And what about some personal goals? Oh, (laughs) interesting. Uh, Well... (laughs) Personal goals, I want to travel more and more because I love traveling, but I want to travel for fitness. So Nice. Yes. Very good. Well, Apita, thank you so much for joining me. Some really, really insightful stuff. And uh, and yeah, I'm sure our listeners got a lot out of that. Great. Thank you so much, Dan. Thank Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you. And thanks to our listeners for joining us again this week. And I look forward to having you guys on board again next week. Until then.